Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Drop the Disc podcast. This is our first ever rerun. It's a little bit over a year old, and this is an interview we did with Dr. Robert Milhouse from Augusta Hemp Company. We did have a regularly scheduled interview planned for this week, but due to sickness and COVID, unfortunately, we were not able to get that recorded. We will be back with a new episode next week, and we hope that maybe if you're a new listener, that you can enjoy this kind of older episode. And if you're an older listener that stuck around, thank you so much for doing that. We hope that you enjoy as well. Several family members thought they were going to have me committed because uh, I decided to launch this project called the Georgia Cannabis Project. What uh, were politicians saying to you? Um, this is crazy. It will happen in Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and then they were like, listen to yourself. Uh, this will never happen. Welcome to Drop the Disc. We have today Dr. Robert Milhouse. He takes us through his journey working with the state of Georgia on legalization of cannabis, which led to the first legal hemp farm in Georgia. The smell, the moment we pulled up, uh, it just came, it permeated the air conditioning. It was just amazing. Oh my gosh, cloud freaking not, it's not. The drive back was um, windows down 80 miles per hour. Hope to God we don't get pulled over. He is also a licensed chiropractor that has his own family practice in Augusta, Georgia. He also shared some really interesting research that he was involved in, stemming from some unusual family wisdom. It was actually something I learned from my dad. Uh, he always told me if you ever had somebody that thought they were having a heart attack or a stroke, first thing you do is adjust them and send them to the hospital. This is a very, very interesting episode. Dr. Robert Milhouse is the owner of the Augusta Chiropractic Clinic, the founder of the Georgia Cannabis Project, the co-owner and founder of Augusta Hemp Company, and of course, in his free time, he has a family with kids and a farm to take care of. We hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Drop the Disc Podcast at Augusta Podcast Studio. This episode, like every episode, is presented by Nancy Powell of Powell & Associates. Uh, this is the time of year where people talk about being thankful and the people that really they could not succeed without. And for us, Nancy Powell is 100% not only a person that we're thankful for, but a person that's directly responsible for helping us to have success in Augusta. She's super involved in the city. We have seen her in this year go from being a real estate agent to having her own brokerage, uh, Powell and Associates. Please check her out if there's any kind of real estate questions on your mind, whether it's a great reference, some quality information, or just a really good conversation about Augusta real estate and being involved in the city. Nancy Powell at Downtown Augusta Broker on Instagram is the agent and broker for you. Check her out. Thank you, Nancy, for presenting the Drop the Disc podcast. And now let's get started with all of our cannabis questions, especially ones like this. When are we going to be able to cook with it? Hey guys, this is Chris. Hey guys, I'm David. And we are Drop the Disc Podcast. We are coming to you from Augusta Podcast Studio downtown. And uh, we are very excited to introduce our guests. Actually, we're not going to introduce them. No, we're, no. We're here with Dr. Robert Milhouse. Excellent. Dr. Milhouse, thank you for being with us today. 
Um, we're going to talk a lot about your background. We're going to talk about what you're doing in Augusta. We're going to talk about some future things that are really, really interesting. But sure. before we get into any of that, can you kind of give us a brief synopsis of what you're doing in the city right now? Right now, uh, I'm practicing chiropractic here in my clinic at Augusta Chiropractic Clinic. I uh, brought with me my son, Luke Millhouse, here today. Luke in the house. What's up, man? Shout out. He, I think you can take the mask off. We're safe in here today. <laughs> He's standing right beside the air purifier. It's the safest spot in the room. It's the safest spot in the room. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I uh, I own Augusta Chiropractic Clinic, and um, I guess we're here today to talk about hemp and uh, a lot of stuff with cannabis today, I believe, aren't we? Oh, heck yeah. And this will be the first time this has ever been a major topic for us, so I'm really excited. Yes, yeah. yes. Except for people don't know this, our first episode that was never published, Chris did a crap ton of background research <laughs> into this exact subject yeah. all right and yeah. basically did like a reporter style story on it we never aired it okay because it sounded like crap but right. the content was there so i'm excited to bring this back yeah we Wonderful. are very excited actually david had an idea in that episode <laughs> that we are going to have in 2025 cannabis or uh, wow cannabis dispensaries there we go that's right uh and we are so actually both profits Yes. <laughs> so with that being said, Dr. Milhouse, before we get into all that kind of stuff, let's take it back a little bit. Okay. Are you originally from Augusta? Born and raised here in Augusta, Georgia. Um, man, I grew up here, been to, uh, started off, got my uh, college degree from uh, what started off as Augusta College. I went Heard. through the uh, Augusta State University mix, uh, finished up there, went off to graduate school and left good old Augusta for four years. But so what do you study? Uh, I studied, I uh, had biology as a major, chemistry as a major, and I uh, tried to throw a little history in there, but uh, <laughs> I got burned out as a professional student and want to go ahead and uh, get my doctorate. So uh, I ended up uh, taking me and my family a thousand miles away to Davenport, Iowa, where, where I got my uh, doctorate in chiropractic at uh, Palmer College of Chiropractic. Okay. Where'd you go to high school? I'm just curious. Uh, I went to uh, Richmond Academy. Okay. Okay. Very cool. I did awesome. two years there. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> I, as a matter of fact, uh, me and his mom have uh, been together now for uh, going on uh, next May. It'll be 26 years. We actually met at Richmond Academy. That's very cool. Congratulations. And have been together ever since. Uh, <laughs> 17 years now married with children. And uh, there's one of them right Luke, there. where do you go? West side. Oh, okay, that's what's side, up. Represent. Side. Yeah. <laughs> not so, the, they're not the best soccer team, but that's fine. We'll there move we past go. that. I, I um, guess we should also say just for the just for the record, yeah, here, we're big Star Wars fans. Love so that. My kids are named Luke. Oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So, uh, also, one of my best friends, Alex Hand, here at Augusta, Georgia, uh, his kids are also named Luke and Leia. <laughs> so, it's we're, we're big Star Wars fans as well. That's awesome. If you're trying to be relatable, you're doing a great job so far. Oh, awesome, <laughs> awesome, awesome. <laughs> so, back to college though. When when you first when you left ARC when you started school, did you want to be a chiropractor straight up? Uh, yeah, I actually, uh, it was a toss up between that medical school. Um, my dad had uh, practiced as a chiropractor in Augusta since 1966. And um, whew, somehow, some way, uh, I, when I say I grew up in that office, I literally had my diapers changed in the back rooms. Right. Uh, now, here we are, grown up full circle. Um, some of the ladies who actually used to change my diapers in that office, I now take care of them as their chiropractor. <laughs> so it uh, come around full circle. Uh, so by default, I, uh, I took over my father's practice. Um, he passed away 10 years ago this year. And so I guess by default, I uh, we practiced together for a little while. And gotcha. uh, I took over after he passed away and been, uh, been fun ever since. 
So when you, you mentioned that you went and got your doctorate, mm -hmm. when was it that you got your doctorate? Um, let's see. I left Augusta. It would have been around 2005. Okay. Uh, came back around the end of 2008. I uh, got my license in 2009 and been practicing since then. Okay. Excellent. You know, I think it's funny. A lot of the people that we have on the show that have a similar story where they went off to either get educated or, you know, begin their, their career and then they come back. A lot of them that have started businesses came back around 2007 to 2009. Oh, yeah. And I think there's a little something to be said about so many entrepreneurs coming out of that tough time of the economy. That's right. That's right. Uh, definitely a lot of cra housing crash through yeah. there. Yeah. How was that? Things. Did that affect you guys? Uh, interest rates for student loans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, the silent killer. Uh, by, by the time my great-grandchildren are here, I might be closer to my last payments. But uh, either way, yeah, it, it was uh, it was tough times to come back. Um, and uh, then healthcare changed. When I got out of school, everything we were taught, uh, billing and everything, then we had uh, the AHCA. And yeah. so uh, it was yeah, a crash You've course. You've seen a lot. A lot. And not a lot of time, too. I know. Right? I know. Yeah. It was thrown at us. Uh, oh, man. And speaking of leaving Augusta, somewhere around uh, 2008, February through March of 2008, I did my internship in Vietnam, of all places. Wow. So, wow. Uh, people internship doing chiropractic work. Yes. Okay. Yes, actually working in the hospitals. We have a medical side of our license and everything that in certain states where uh, even chiropractors can write prescriptions, etc. And um, believe it or not, uh, I chose to do mine overseas in Vietnam. And uh, it's pretty fun because I can tell folks I've been to Nam. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun great. Stuff. That's great. So when you started, you, you mentioned you took over your family company yes, in sir. 2010. Is that right? 2010. Yes. 2010. So take us forward from there. You, you know, first of all, how was that learning curve becoming a business owner from you were just a doctor and, right. and now you're a business owner and that's a totally different role. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's a lot to learn. Um, I actually uh, can say uh, it is a lot to learn. Um, <laughs> let me tell you, um, there was one Monday morning when I was uh, getting things up and going, had people waiting out in the waiting room and uh, Georgia Power showed up and shut my lights off. I was like, oh, dear God, this is the most embarrassing thing. Well, part of running a business is you got to make sure all the bills are paid. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, a lot of apologizing and uh, sure thing uh, they were able to get us cut back home. But yeah, it's, it's been a learning curve. And um, I've always been highly interest, uh, interested in uh, education. And okay. um, I uh, obviously pursued multiple degrees with biology and uh, chemistry and undergraduate. Um, and, uh, eventually, uh, I practiced for several years and then, um, there is a, uh, gentleman, his name is Dr. Scott Haldeman. That's, uh, just kind of a guy that's really, uh, in my field of work in chiropractic. He's Got a it. medical doctor, he's a chiropractor and he has a PhD in anatomy. And so, um, I, uh, ended up getting invited to do some research as a chiropractor at, um, uh, I, I'm always going to call it the Medical College of Georgia. That's okay. just that's right. just the way yeah. that's the way it is, you know. Uh, but Augusta University, and I uh, went down there and started doing some research. And um, what what is I have to ask chiropractic research? What are you doing? 
All right. So um, we're adjusting, folks. Uh, okay. This this one study in particular, uh, I had proposed that there are some manipulations that we can make to the cervical spine. Mm-hmm. Okay. The the adjustment. Have you guys right. ever been adjusted? I, I have not. I would like to someday. We'll but make I, that but happen. But I know. I do know. It's pretty incredible. Right. <laughs> A lot because everything I, you're everything rests on that. Right. And, right. And then everything underneath that is affected by that position. Right. Correct. Correct. I have been amateurly adjusted. That's all right. <laughs> if you've ever you ever picked up your friends playing baseball or something, make your back pop. Well, it's amateur chiropractic. <laughs> <laughs> Working at restaurants, I was a very good amateur chiropractor. <laughs> See, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Um, but, uh, either way, um, I'm trying to remember, where do we leave off here? It's, uh, the research, you're doing on, research. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, um, it just, it was kind of a crap shoot and I got interested <laughs> thinking about maybe, uh, getting, uh, closer towards doing that PhD. And, um, and the reason why I brought up Dr. Haldeman, he's kind of a, uh, um, a, uh, I don't know, an inspiration for a lot of doctors out there. He's really, really uh, out there with, um, research, medical doctor, chiropractor, PhD in anatomy, but he's also Elon Musk's uncle, and I uh, had the uh, chance. I did not expect you to <laughs> say <it. laughs> I actually uh, had the chance Hold to. Uh, we to, did not do enough background research for this episode. That's right. That's right. Uh, he's also a graduate of, uh, he's an alumni of the same school I went to, so uh, he's a big hero of mine. Wow. And so uh, anyway, um, I, I just, I want to do a little research on something that, um, you know, we'll, we'll go kind of full circle with this and um okay. if you want it's it's kind of how i wound up doing this i, th- I um if it, i think if this, this is, is the time then go into go it go for, for sure all right so um it was in 2015 and um i had uh started doing this research project where uh certain manipulations in the cervical spine uh will have a have an effect on blood pressure and the, the reason why we started doing this was uh, we, we got folks in that had, uh, you know, whether it be high blood pressure or even normal blood pressure. And what we would do is we would sit them in a chair. Uh, we would take their blood pressure three times and then I would adjust them. And then we take their blood pressure post three times. And then more often than not, it would be up to about 10 points difference in the blood pressure in some individuals. Is this a something that you created it was actually something i learned from my dad okay Uh, Okay. he always told me if you ever had somebody that thought they were having a heart attack or a stroke first thing you do is adjust them and send them to the hospital and i always asked him why he says well it'll calm them down and so i don't know if it's the calming effect uh of course we never got to finish the research project because I'm really going to throw you for a loop here. Okay. Um, I got so hardcore into that. I was running about three or four different other things. And you were running your business at the same time. I running my business at the same time. Uh, and you'll, you'll find, uh, oh, man, I'm always busy. <laughs> uh, and then uh, August 19th um, was a day that changed me forever. I had a stroke at 38 years old. Wow. And um, put me in the hospital for several days. And... Um, uh, along that way, I had already uh, been hearing that there was some research on cannabis going on in the CSRA, uh, maybe around the end of 2000, maybe 14, 15, somewhere in there. Okay. And it was for seizures okay. uh, here. I might be off a little timeline. It all runs together. Um, and so um, after I had that, um, I came out and um, really started researching into the world of cannabis and uh, all, all types. We'll talk about that, too. Right. And so um, that uh, later on, um, one thing led to another. And uh, 
next thing I know, uh, well, we're we're here to tell the rest of the story, I guess. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we will be right back with the rest of the story. But first, a message from Chris. There's this place right down the street from Augusta Podcast Studio. We are located at the 699 Broad Street. And uh, right down the street off Reynolds is the clubhouse. And the clubhouse is inside that cyber center that's created down there. Beautiful building. And inside is this excellent space for co-working, for office space. They offer boot camps for coding. They offer networking. They offer um, classes on how to network. And they provide people that you should network with if you're interested in starting up a business. Guys, the clubhouse is an incredible place to go if you're interested in starting a new business. Maybe it's a new idea. Maybe it's something that's happening across state and you want to bring it to Augusta, Georgia. Check out the clubhouse and they will connect you and they will put you in this city with a successful business plan. Check them out, the clubhouse. And their website is www.theclubhow.se. So before we get, before we start telling that, I want to ask a couple like clarifying definition type questions, right? So you did research, so you understand why I'm doing this. Yes. Um, when you say cannabis, what does that mean in this specific situation? All right. So there's three types of cannabis. Do you know what the three types of cannabis are? I could guess, but I think it'd be easier if you just told us. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> this is the best part. I know there's what? There's Delta 8, there's Delta 9. Okay. So that's just isomers of uh, okay. tetrahydrocannabinol, okay. so THC. Okay. All right. So there's actually three types. All right. There is hemp, there is marijuana, and then there's ruderalis. Okay, I could have guessed two of those. But right, if you would have never got that you would have had it. You would have had it. Right, 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 <laughs> right. So uh, I, uh, I originally started looking into after I got out of the hospital. I uh, was just looking for something just to get my balance back, just to get, you know, I'm, I'm a machine. I adjust with my arms and my hands, you know, and everything. And uh, I was just off, uh, I was off, like, off kilter, if you will. Right. Mm-hmm. And so um, I had been uh, looking into marijuana for anxiety reasons and stuff like that. And, um, of course, you know, a lot of folks um, just don't like the way it makes you feel sometimes, you know. And uh, later on, I ended up finding uh, there was other stuff in hemp uh, that was the CBD. And so uh, mm-hmm. that's, that's a whole other ballgame in and of itself right. there. <laughs> right. So when was this? When are we talking right now? This was in 2015. Okay. Uh, August. Um, I, and, and again, this is just stuff I do research, and I had a whole bunch of other stuff already going on. Right. And um, I was just, uh, I picked it up after I got out. I was out of work for a little bit, and um, uh, just, uh, I really dove back headfirst into it. It was uh, just, I don't know, just another project. So at this point, you still you still own the chiropractic business. Correct. You're still a doctor. You're yes. still operating. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and take us to the future. I know that you really want to, or the present. I know right. you really want to. Sure, sure. Um, so let's just speed it up then. Um, oh, after no, no, all no. that, stay at your own pace. Yeah. Uh, a- after doing a lot of that, um, it just fast forwards a little bit. It's a little bit easier. Okay. Um, I had been working on this project. I was really looking into it because I had gotten what I thought was my balance. I had gotten everything back and it was just a combination of looking into the marijuana and looking into the, the, the hemp stuff. So you're looking for those things for anxiety at this time? Anxiety. Um, you know, the, you, you read stuff all the time about it heals stuff, this, you know, neurogenic gotcha. properties, right. um, you know, just, uh, I was 
trying to find anything. I was desperate. And okay. uh, I um, eventually, just through a lot of balance, um, a lot of old stuff I pulled out from the old days in martial arts, um, just really and truly just trying to get that balance. And uh, I, I knew I was onto something. And of course, it was helping with anxiety, with CBD, and with uh, you know just trying to find that right ratio, that mixture. And um, eventually, I had known that... Um, a lot of it, of course, uh, just fast forward to um, February of 2017, I, um, I really, um, really, there, there's a lot as to why there's more to the story. Okay. But uh, the last week of uh, February of 2017, um, I think even uh, several family members thought they were going to have me committed because uh, I decided to launch this project called the Georgia Cannabis Project. And uh, that's the uh, the decal that I brought you today. Yes, and that's the uh, the leaf over Georgia, and um, so uh, it's uh, it was just a uh, a fun run. Uh, I told my family I was going to work on that, uh, that I was going to work on legalization of cannabis. And just like you guys didn't know that there's three types of <laughs> cannabis, everybody thinks you're talking about marijuana. Well, so before we go too far, what is that third kind of cannabis? Can you tell yeah. us? Can you tell us about and that? How do, you, how do you spell it? Because I know people want to know the answer. <laughs> uh, it's uh, Ruderalis. It's uh, R U D A. Wait a minute, Ruder. Oh well, we, no, have to, okay. we might have to go. We don't have to spell it. <laughs> hey, and I haven't had anything to drink in here, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> ask us uh, to spell it. It'll be a lot right, worse. That's right. It's, uh, <laughs> But uh, anyways, Ruderalis, uh, it's, um, it's, it's, well, we, we uh, kind of call it the weed of weed. It really doesn't have much of a uh, purpose other than when you breed other types, like say you can breed marijuana with Ruderalis. And if you've ever heard the term auto flowers, uh, or it's, uh, it just starts spitting out a lot more flowers in the, gotcha. Gotcha. so, um, it's, uh, th- that's the third type is root around. Gotcha. Sorry for the tangent. No, Had to know okay. the answer. That's okay. That's all right. And as the, so you, you mentioned the Georgia hemp project, the, uh, Georgia cannabis, Georgia cannabis project. Right. I knew I got it wrong. What were you actually doing? So like, obviously like fighting for something is is a general broad concept but what was the day-to-day like for you of that um it was quite uh, really and truly i wasn't fighting for anything at this time okay um so what was your goal at that time really and truly the first thing i had to do is convince myself uh, i come from a background uh that i'm i was not a fan of cannabis Right. So, so uh, I had to convince myself that first and foremost that this was something I wanted to dive into. Right. Uh, right. I had to look at all the particulars. Uh, I was looking at everything in terms of you know research, whatever. Is very well, what little. What did convince you? Um, the fact that I started getting better. Uh, so it was just results. It wasn't yes. you weren't reading anything. I, I was like, yeah, I was convinced that okay, maybe this is what did it, um, and and so forth and so on, and. Um, I uh, I knew that um, it was the time. Actually, it was just everything. Just uh, there was a lot of things going on, and uh, I guess you could say the world of politics too. So yes, I just dove right on into it head Might first. As well, so were you lobbying? Were you like no? Okay. Uh, at this point, I was still. It was still just a personal project. Okay. Uh, it was just stuff that I was working on. Um, tons of you know notebooks and stuff, just writing everything gotcha. down. Uh, and then. Um, Later on, I, I knew that I was on to this, this hemp thing, um, and I knew that uh, we, were, we were definitely moving in the direction of um, 
uh, definitely moving in the direction with cannabis as a whole uh, in the United States, uh, just through stuff that I was working in. And uh, um, I did stick my nose into a lot of What makes you say that? I got to ask what makes you say that? Uh, just stuff that I was working at at the time, just all, all signs pointed in that direction. So that's the research you were doing? Yeah, that. Gotcha. Uh, and, okay. and, and when I say research, remember, we're not just looking at uh, just data for um, uh, a yes or no, whether or not something works. Right. Um, when I do something like that, I'm talking about a research project. Okay, I got to know every in and out. Um, I knew something also was going forward in the whole geopolitical world when you had Speaker of the House, um, um, Boehner, was stepping down, uh, taking over one of the largest cannabis companies in the United States. So right. there, there was a lot of things that were changing in that spectrum. Right. So, um, and I, it just, for some reason, um, uh, when I was doing this research too, um, it landed me going to a lot of different farms. It landed me going to a lot of different uh, locations and people that were in the business. Uh, so I would go to them and get the chemistry. I would go to get the, you know, the, the, the everything. I gotcha. just, uh, it was, it was uh, all embedded here. So, and so you, you had said we are doing this. Who, who's a part of this at this time? Is it just you? At the time, yes. That wow. part was just me, yes. Okay, wow. It was me, well, me and my wife. Gotcha. Uh, so she uh, she contacts along everywhere I go. So. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's great. And then uh, later on, uh, of course, we, we put the name on it by uh, that February. And um, I had uh, my business partner that's actually in the Augusta Hemp Company. He's my vice president. Um, so had Augusta Hemp Company started yet? Or no, is that? Okay, gotcha. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Not yet. And um, no, I, that, ha that hadn't happened yet. So around February, yeah. So somewhere later on, we actually came up with the logo and all that good stuff. Gotcha. And um I uh, found myself practicing um, and uh, doing a lot of phone calls, emails, um, a lot of traveling in that time. Um, and uh, fast forwarding on up to, um, I was uh, trying to, uh, I think it was around 2017, May 2017, uh, while I was working on this project, I had gotten word that the state of South Carolina was about to put seeds in the ground for hemp. And um, I, I, I just couldn't, um, I couldn't sleep at night knowing that the state of South Carolina was going to get ahead of us. So um, I uh, ended up spending, uh, sold my gun collection, sold uh, just about anything I could for to travel, just to get the information, to collect as much data and everything that I could to get everything together um, in the hopes of beating South Carolina. And I went to a lot of politicians, attorneys, et cetera. So now is the lobbying. Now is the now's, get stuff done now, now, Now's the time when it's like, okay, we've got to do something. And gotcha. this is... Uh, um, mid-year. What uh, were politicians saying to you? Um, this is crazy. It will happen in Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and then they were like, listen to yourself. Uh, this is this will never happen. But it's happening in South Carolina. Right. Which is and it was all under the radar. <laughs> and uh, and so gotcha. I, I, I was uh, not privy uh, enough to get to go over to South Carolina. Uh, in fact, if you were from Georgia, even the attorneys that were over there that working on the project, um, they would have lost their licenses if they would have discussed anything with anybody anywhere else. Uh, wow. They were trying to get that far ahead of us. 
And uh, I, I didn't want that to happen as much as possible. So um, I started going, I uh, ended up making a lot of connections with farmers uh, that were actually in the hemp industry, North Carolina, Florida, uh, mostly in North Carolina, some in uh, Tennessee, um, people that were just in the business in general. And um, eventually, um, I wound up collecting as much stuff as I could, and I even started working on the University of Georgia, calling them emails and stuff, and they were like, nah, this is, this is not going to happen. <laughs> and so uh, it gets real fun because um, I, I, oh, I can only tell you so many attorneys that uh, in Augusta that I burned bridges with uh, originally they're like, this is insane. Uh, get out. Uh, they, they, wow. No, we, we don't want to talk about this. Uh, so anyway. Um, so what happened? Because we know that now there is kind of a, a change that seems to be happening in Georgia. Right. What happened? I mean, now you can, it was like literally like one Friday, you, you went home from work, there's no CBD stores. And right. then you, you go to work on Monday and you pass six. And then and, right. and, and twelve billboards, right? right. And they're flourishing. Right. And so, what ha what happened? So, um, in the top part of 2018, uh, we were uh, at the time. Um, I think it was 2018. 2018, I believe it was Governor Deal. Um, By the way, you are way more specific than the average guest, so don't feel bad. <laughs> yeah, you're doing great. <laughs> awesome. We, we have a lot. We have a lot of uh, uh, sound clips here. <laughs> So uh, I think it was around 2000, it was February 2018, um, Governor Deal had uh, legalized um, the CBD in Georgia. Right. And I had already known this from working with all the stuff going around and all the other stuff. And um, so by this time, um, which was fun, uh, I had uh, several, several folks that are uh, nameless um, that would meet me in back rooms in certain states. And uh, I would meet them on a Sunday afternoon and I would load the back of a vehicle up and drive CBD stuff back to Augusta. No one, no one even heard of it. No one even knew what this stuff was. And so, um, you know, uh, this is the first part of 2018. It was really scary. We hadn't got the federal laws in place yet. So here I am smuggling this stuff. Even though it's legal in Georgia. Yeah, it's a I'm federal crime potentially. Bringing it across state lines. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it was like, oh, dear God. Um, there were so many instances just trying to get it here. Um, and um, for the longest part, just getting people to realize it was not marijuana was really tough to do. So um, we ended up giving a lot of it to a lot of my patients. I was like, look, just try this. I don't know if it'll help you stop smoking. I don't know if it'll help you with pain. Just try it. And, and, and you know, we got the feedback later on. And uh, so we, we spent all this time um, still this day, me and my wife, we, uh, we, we still have it. We had this little Tupperware box that we kept hidden underneath our front desk at the, the back uh, at the office. <laughs> so patients would come in and they were like, hey, if you got this stuff <laughs> <laughs> and we'd pull it out of this little Tupperware container and they're like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, oh, man, it's like Breaking Bad, but the chiropractic edition. But it I was guess. legal it, to, in the state of Georgia. Yes, right. but. It was like breaking good. Right. But people thought <laughs> it was marijuana. And, right. And, you know, we're in the Bible Belt, in case you did not realize, right. we're in the Bible Belt. And so here I am, um, goodness, uh, you know, pushing all these boundaries, smuggling right. this stuff back. 
And uh, of course, that led to uh, spending uh, every day on the phone, on uh, emails or whatnot. Um, and then fast forward uh, that year, 2018, we got Senator Mitch McConnell to introduce something really odd, really uh, to me odd, um, was a fast track bill that he introduced in the Senate, uh, was guaranteed a presidential signature, and then uh, went through all the way to uh, December 20th, 2018 is when uh, it was placed, the, uh, the hemp bill was placed in the um, 2018 Senate Farm Bill, got it on Trump's desk, and he signed it. So that took care of all the federal stuff. And uh, by that time, um, of course, uh, just moving forward here, uh, by that time, uh, it was kind of odd because now here we go. Some uh, individuals ended up calling me back from the University of Georgia, (laughs) and they were like, oh, (laughs) We really didn't have this planned out. There was no contingency plan on uh, what do we do. So uh, I had all this research I had been putting together. And so uh, by January of 2019, I got called up to the campus and um, I had a uh, meeting for over two hours in the uh, one of the classrooms. And um, I uh, donated all my findings, everything from what strains we needed to plant here in Georgia. I had already got what temperatures. Now I'm I'm wow. very thorough. I'm very wow. OCD. So when people think of this research, they probably are not thinking how in depth you actually were. They don't know Rob Milhouse. <laughs> <laughs> this Doctor is Milhouse. That's right. <laughs> the Doctor Milhouse. We're right. talking like PhD, like above. Yes, correct. Yes, and yeah. that's honest to goodness. Right. Um, and um, I, I'm a self-proclaimed electrical engineer. I mean, I taught myself electrical engineering, so I get really into these little projects. And this has just been honest to God. This has been something that I couldn't put down. I couldn't walk away from. I knew the time was here to strike. And so um, it, when we started planning that out, I worked remotely from um, from home. Um, I worked, uh, the, the kids would tell you, uh, dad has an office when the door was closed, I was doing things. Uh, and so um, we planned everything out remotely. And um, within a few months, I got a phone call that I needed to come on up to the University of Georgia and uh, did. And um, that was where I got to see the first field. And I brought pictures today, if you guys wow, want to wow. see. Yes. yes, would love to see them. And so, um, and send them to Chris, too. I unfortunately can't. J- just so that I know, why can't you? Um, you know, it, it was all it was part of that. Uh, I can't use anything to promote the University of Gotcha. Got it. So, uh, but it's okay. Um, just like for this right here, this is actually a screenshot. Uh, you could pull this up. It's on the Atlanta Journal Constitution. Um, first legal Georgia hemp fields show crops promise. So, if you want to take a look at that. So, you said three or four months later, you got to go see the first field. How long does it take to? to uh, no, this was uh, several several months later. Okay, uh, it would okay. have been in uh, September. Yeah, these things are massive. Let me see this. It was in September. So that oh, was wow. That was pretty exciting for you. Very. It must have been. Uh, what I, did that mean for you? Um, I'll, I'll give you. Um, I, I'm, I'm a manly man, and uh, I'll tell you this. Um, there were several occasions. Uh, first of all, I, I went and took selfies with all the, the, all the girls in the field. Uh, that. I, uh, I, I had to do that. But um, I left a lot of tears in that field. Uh, this was the first time, uh, and I had been in a lot of fields. 
um, in uh, North Carolina, Tennessee, um, and so forth. And um, this was the first time that uh, I actually got to see it was here at home. Yeah. And um, it's really neat because in this one picture, I don't know if you scrolled through any. Let me show you this. Um, that, uh, that picture we pulled up here, that was... Just uh, that was in the Atlanta Journal Constitution, right. okay, and uh, that's Dr. Tim Coulong. Um, he's the uh, the guy that I was an advisor, cannabis advisor to the University of Georgia for, uh, which put, is an interesting put uh, that on your resume, right? That's top right. Line. <laughs> and so uh, there, there's only a few other folks in the entire world that had their photograph taken in that field, and uh, the the others were me and my wife. I love that. Um. But uh, I that tell you, smile is just so massive. It, I, I know, I know. <laughs> You're just, you can tell how happy you are in that. Oh, uh, very, very. So uh, early on, um, just just because we're we're here to talk. Yeah. Um, there was a uh, there was a time where it technically wasn't even legal to even do that. Okay. Um, keep in mind, I know all this is, is really difficult, but when you're in there and when you're doing everything, everything's happening really, 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 really right. slow, but it's also happening fast at the same time. Um, so one of, the, one of the areas that I came in was um, we, we still had not convinced, I wanted to say the state, okay, just, we still had not convinced the state beyond a shadow of a doubt that this is him. Keep in mind, we know this now. You know this right, now because you right. pass CBD stores on the way right, home. Right. But how did you know that then? And so that was a really, really, really interesting thing. Um, so uh, part of my research, we, uh, I, I, the stuff that I had been looking into was I knew the strains that I had definitely defined were as hemp. Okay, I knew they were hemp. Right. And uh, it was kind of interesting because at one point in time or another. Um, I end up having to go uh, and um, do several, several, um, we'll just say, uh, uh, chats with the Georgia Bureau of Investigation. And um, there was, uh, we, we had to win everybody over to understand that there are different types. We talked about the three types of cannabis. And this right. is where your passion for education comes, comes play. in. Yes. Yes. Comes in so was the explaining and the chemistry background and, and et cetera, et cetera. Right. We'll be right back after this quick message from our friends at Savannah River Brewing Company. Savannah River Brewing Company has been a proud sponsor of Drop the Disc Podcast for over two years now, and we cannot be any more happy and grateful for that, for they've provided incredible beer for us on our shows, for our guests, and hopefully we've convinced you to go check them out. I wanna tell you right now about a new beer that they just brewed. It's a new sour beer. So those of you that know Savannah River, y'all know that they have Swamp Thing. They now have a beer called Wasp Guts. Yeah, that's like the bug, the bee, Wasp Guts. It's a sour wheat beer brewed with cranberries and orange peels, and it is fermented with Lacancia yeast. This funky beer is accessible at 4.5% alcohol with a sweet brandy backbone and a hint of tart cranberries and sweet oranges with a smooth, sour character. Now I've had an opportunity to try this beer and it is so good. I'm not just telling you that because they sponsor this, I'm telling you that because I want you to go try it. Savannah River Brewing Company. So when you're having chat these chats, I. Just, you know, for, for people picturing what's going on, is this you going to them 
and and saying, Spot, hey, spotlight. let's talk about these things, or is this coming to spotlight you? Spotlight in your face. And saying, hey, we let's talk about some things. Who do you work for? That's right. Oh man. <laughs> um, or you know, the Incredibles. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the the uh, the the date right after we uh, actually. Um, had uh, gone and seen the first field was when I found out we had a lot of problems and we had hit this brick wall to where we actually had uh, the the University of Georgia was going to have to pull all the plants up and destroy all of them. And this was 2018? Yes. Got the, it. Uh, no, no, no. Sorry. 2019. 2019. 2019. Okay. We're very close. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. We're, 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 we're hitting, we're, we're striking everywhere now. Got right? it. So um, let me back up one second here while I was talking about... Um, uh, the the strains. Okay? Right. So I had to I had to go to bat here. I had to vouch for what was definitely hemp and what wasn't. And um, I promise you, I'll get to that GBI question in okay. a minute. Um. So what happened here was um, I I don't really remember the term because again the, uh, a lot of stuff's a blur. Um, I'll just call it this blanket of protection. I don't have any other term to use it. Um, but, uh, we were for sure, we had 55 strains that were covered to be allowed to be planted in that field. Got it. Uh, and they were based on, uh, I, I submitted over 12 or 13 of those to the list. When you talk about a strain, is this like a DNA configuration type deal? Like, what is that? Like, are you just saying like bubblegum OG right, like that. Right, like right. How, so how does that like, how do you communicate that? Is, right. Or is that like X O three, two square? Like right. there's gotta be some in the middle. So it, it literally is that it literally is, uh, exactly what you just said. Uh, it's the, the day bubblegum OG or something like that. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, I love that. That's scientific. Keep going. It is, I'm sorry. It is right. Um, <laughs> and, and I'll actually use that as a good segue to tie in back to, uh, so we had the 55 strains covered. Right. Okay. Uh, I put more than a dozen in, and when it came down to it, um, they asked, um, it, was there one in particular that I had to see or that I really wanted to see here? And that was actually the plant that uh, we were standing next to uh, in the field. That's uh, Cherry Wine. Um, that's uh, actually one of the, uh, yeah, like Cheer Wine. Love that. Love yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Got cheer that. Wine, uh, that strains uh, indigenous to North Carolina. Okay. And uh, so someone anonymously, I'll never know who, donated that plant to the University of Georgia to be planted there. So um, that was uh, another big thing. But now back to the strains. Um, so here's where it got interesting. Man. So uh, the following after visiting this field, I ended up uh, having to come back to Augusta. Um, I'm, oh, man, I am excited. I am cloud uh, nine. Cloud freaking nine. <laughs> it would have been edited. Oh, and I'm going to tell you the, <laughs> the, the smell, the moment we pulled up, uh, it just came, it permeated the air conditioning. It was just amazing. Oh, my gosh. That's incredible. Mm. Um, and it was one of those instances where, of course, after loving and kissing on every single one of them in that field, it was all <laughs> over us. So the, the drive back was um, windows down, 80 miles per hour. Hope to God we don't get pulled over because I mean, oh it was my gosh. so much resin all over my face right, and hands. Right. Oh, it was beautiful. <laughs> But when we came back, um, I, we had we were aware there was a problem that they still had not worked on uh, the specifics like what you were talking about. How do we know? How right. do we know, right? So um, without going on a tangent, I own a gun range. 
and uh, that's why I dress like a cop. I got my five eleven <laughs> pants on. Okay, yeah, so this I, seems like a setup. I mean, it yeah. is. It is. Oh man. So a lot of my good friends are all law enforcement. That's how I got a lot of the law enforcement part of this. Okay. And so uh, that Monday morning when I got back, uh, this was one of the first rounds with the GBI that I ended up calling. Uh, there was a couple of tests they use to test on the roadside if you get pulled over. And it's just an identification test. Uh, the two that are called, uh, one of them's Fast Blue B, B as in boy. Yeah. And the other one is French. It's the Ducano Levine test. Okay. Now, either one Obviously. of these. Uh, right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so either one of these tests, if you get pulled over and, you know, we think we found uh, weed in your vehicle. Right. Uh, we, the bad stuff. That's right. We, we put the sample in the bag, put the drops in there. And if it produces a color change, well, unfortunately, that, according to the law, it means that's marijuana. Well, mm. that's not correct. These reactants, they react to Delta-9 tetrahydrocannabinol. And that's why I had to call Georgia Bureau of Investigation and let them know that, guess what? Delta 9 THC exists inside of hemp. So mm. what we wound up with, um, part of my, uh, my demonstration would be um, you have uh, two strains uh, or a, a strain, uh, Bubba Kush, okay, that's, which is a marijuana, right? right? And then you have Bubba Kush hemp. Mm. Put them in your hand side by side. How do you identify them? Well, if you look at it, look at it, it looks, it smells, everything on the appearance looks like marijuana, right? And if you take either one of those and you put them in the test, guess what? They're going to show a positive. It's going to react to color So they change. make the officer smoke both. Ah, there you go, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, this ain't it, guys. <laughs> You got any more, though? <laughs> yeah, I need some for my sister. She's got cancer. I'm confiscating this. <laughs> so um, it, it came down to you could actually have that. Uh, you have Bubba Kush hemp. You have Bubba Kush marijuana. So what the differentiation is there. Uh, the law states at the federal level, the new law, don't care what you knew or have known. I don't care if you've when been When was to this a, law passed? People will check us. Uh, this was... December 20th, 2018. Uh, Heard. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is the one that Trump signed uh, December 20th. So, um, gotcha. so from the way from now on, the way we define cannabis, we don't worry about ruderalis. We won't ever really ever talk about it. Okay. But we only care about hemp and marijuana. Gotcha. From here forward, hemp is defined as a total Delta 9 concentration, Delta 9 THC of zero to 0.33%. If it falls within that 0 to 0.33 percentile, uh, you have hemp, okay? Anything technically 0.34 and up to the moon, okay? Uh, that will always from here on be marijuana. So if you, if you go to like aficionados, for example, you'll see stuff that says like this is rated at 0.3 or lower. And they usually, uh, some some of the stores, uh, a lot of the shops around Augusta that actually have loose flour, uh, we supplied those. Really? So, <laughs> one of Love them's uh, ragweeds, uh, a couple of the others, yeah, we've we've uh, supplied. Uh, so let's let's bring this home. You, you brought this up. Augusta Hemp Company, you're wearing the shirt right now. Right. Aside from this background of lobbying and working and advising, what is what is it that that company does um, right now? Uh, <laughs> and are you the head of two companies right now? Yes. 
Yes. Great for you. Great for you, man. Yes. Uh, so I stay busy. Yes. <laughs> That's an 80-hour work um, week. Oh, it is. It is. Uh, so um, the, so just to sum up, the Georgia Cannabis Project is just uh, just all the stuff, everybody working towards. That's getting, the research. That's the that's, consulting. That's, that's, that's everything. That's, that's everything, getting everything passed. Okay? Gotcha. Uh, the Augusta Hemp Company, the importance of it is, uh, well, right now we've been bringing uh, stuff that's made here in Georgia, okay? okay. Uh, and the sample bag over there uh, is uh, actually two products made I'm pulling by, these out. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's uh, two of um, two of samples there. Uh, that's our Pangea line. Okay. And um, that's actually made here in Georgia. So it's one of the first actually made here at home. Uh, it was actually made in College Park up in Atlanta. Um we have their products. They make it for us. It's kind of like using the old analogy, Jim Beam cannot own a bar, so I can't own the manufacturer and the retail. Got so, it. Gotcha. And uh, we did an episode with Savannah River Brewing Company, and they could probably talk to you for hours and hours and days about the regulations right. that they go through. Right. I assume it's, if no, not it's, anything, it's probably worse it's for It's worse you. right yeah. now, yes. Because yeah. uh, we've had uh, about 100 years working on alcohol, getting it almost right, you know. Right. Uh, We're working on it. Still, still dry, working on it. Still have dry <laughs> counties here in Georgia, you oh, know. Oh, yeah. So. Statesboro, get out of here. <laughs> that's right. God, that's ironic. Isn't it? <sighs> so, College town. So, so, so you guys don't own the retail, uh, I, I own the, so I that's, you guys wholesale. Uh, I is do that both. right? I do okay. Both. Yes. Okay. I do both. I do gotcha. Both. Uh, so um, I have uh, the rights to uh, that company right there, and so anybody that wants to purchase that, um, anything they can buy through us, and so we're just like like a liquor distributor uh, okay. except for uh, cannabis projects, our cannabis products. Gotcha. And um, those are the ones we brought in the market here. Those guys teamed up with us. They knew about a lot of the stuff that I was doing. Um, and uh, I had, uh, you know, throughout this, I, I knew a lot of these now national brands. I knew those guys when they were selling out of the trunks of their cars. And so one thing I got to it was I was like, you know, I love North Carolina. I love Colorado. I love Florida. I love, you know, whatever. But we got to focus on Georgia here. So right. had, had to bring bring home to the bring home to the plate. So we got rid of all the other products, and the only thing we have is just our stuff from Georgia for right now. Gotcha. Uh, as far as hemp flour, um, that's another part of this story right now. Uh, we actually, because of all this, uh, doing the first field and several other uh, things that have happened in, in between, um, we actually had 66 growing permits go out uh, to Georgians uh, and 11 processor licenses approved and issued here in the state of Georgia. So that's the first time in our entire lifetime. That's the history right there. That's awesome. So uh, that was all done because we completed these field trials and all this good stuff and went through the ringer. Uh, I feel really sorry for Dr. Kulong. He's been through hell at the University of Georgia <laughs> getting this done. But uh uh, that's, um, we will be bringing, um, flour. I'm actually, that's why I didn't bring you guys anything. I, uh, ah. I don't have anything. We got the permits out too late. Thanks. Coronavirus. Um, well, congratulations on getting that though. I yes. mean, that's going to be really exciting. That was the best phone call I ever got. Uh, well, one of the best, phone probably calls. top five, maybe very top. We five. won't put you on the spot here. <laughs> oh man. When I got a phone call that, uh, Dr. Millhouse, thanks. I just want to let you know that, uh, the uh, Department of Ag has uh, got those 60, 66 permits going out. Um, 
that was that was pretty huge. That and, was history. And right? Georgia is a big agricultural state. So when I told you I was trying to stay above and get ahead of, I think just, we accidentally hit a talking point here. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I was trying to get above and ahead of South Carolina. Right. Yeah. I knew what they were doing. I knew they were trying to put us. Uh, look what we did with cotton. Look what we did with peanuts. So um, I really pushed that issue, uh, trying to get everything together, consolidated to give to the University of Georgia so we just could go ahead and hit go. Yeah. Uh, because we were already a year behind them. Uh, we, we can't lag in agriculture. Yes, we're a huge agricultural state, and uh, I also own a farm in Burke County. So There it is. <laughs> Very big farm. You're a crazy person. (laughs) Fun, fun. Never stop, never stop. When we come back, what is CBD? How does it work? What does all this stuff mean? We go into deeper detail with Dr. Robert Milhouse. But first, we want to tell you that this rerun was no accident. Augusta's first cannabis company, Augusta Hemp Company, at AugustaHempCompany.com, is now one of the sponsors of the show. Uh, A little bit about them. Dr. Robert Milhouse is a pioneer in cannabis research and development. He has helped thousands across the U.S. get the specific formulas they need. And if you've got questions regarding how this cannabis research can possibly help with coronavirus, go to AugustaHempCompany.com today. Dr. Milhouse and his staff are HIPAA certified and compliant and would love to help you find the perfect formula to suit your needs. From CBD to different types of THC, they've got you covered in AUG. And we hope that you enjoy us bringing a little reminder of his story and the things going on behind the scenes with cannabis in Georgia. We will now continue with this interview. Thank you so much for tuning in. So let me ask this. You brought us these these uh, tinctures. Is that how you pronounce that? Uh, tinctures? Uh-huh. Tinctures. I see these all the time. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what they're supposed to be used for. Sure. Can you educate me? Yes, sir. Um, so that is a sublingual tincture right there. Okay. And um, you're welcome to go ahead and open them up if you want to. I brought those. Those are y'all's. You can all right. Swap. We're going to sample them right here. Are they, the, so, are they the same? So read the bottoms. Uh, one of them. I, I want the better one. No, 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 no. Uh, let me see. It's, right there at the bottom of the label on the front. It's 250 milligrams. Okay. okay, so this is the focus formula. Look down in that little bottom box. Oh, okay, yeah, this shoot. is unwind. Oh, let me get that focus, and he gets to unwind. That's so perfect. This is, this is the Adderall in a jar. So oh, I may not waste this right now. <laughs> I start classes in two weeks. So take, take about a half a dropper of that, and what you're going to do is you're going to put it under your tongue for about 30, 45 seconds and just let it sit. Wait, you want me to do, yeah, half? Yeah, dude, sure. do it. Just half, put it under your tongue, and just let it sit there. I'll tell you, I thought picklebacks were the weirdest things we were going to try on this show. I'm glad that I was wrong. Legal weed. Legal weed. <laughs> I think we're pioneering something here. How long do I let it sit? About 30, 40 seconds. Swallow it, rinse it down, you'll be good to go. Now You guys don't want me hyped up right now. I don't know if this was a good idea. Be too legit to quit. <laughs> this would be a three-hour show. It's yes. very, it's very oily. Yes, that's uh, that's the medium that it's suspended in. It's okay. a um, MCT, medium chain triglycerides. Medium chain triglycerides. So explain how this works, and and you don't have to like you know, sell me on the concept or, sure. or the, the science behind it. I understand sure. that there's a lot of details behind that, but like, 
you know, I'm trying to get energized. He's trying to relax. You know, this is kind of a new frontier for people. Yeah, like yeah. a lot of people don't even fully understand what it is that CBD even is like conceptually, like this is oil from it. Yep. But like, how does this work to make me, for example, focus? All right. So um, when you have, uh, are you familiar with the Leafly app? Yes. Okay. So when you pull out the Leafly app, uh, let's just use something like, let's say that you need to focus. Okay. Right. And you put it in and it gives you a whole list of strains, right? Gotcha. Follow me so far? I'm yes. following. So the taste, if you actually take a smell of that, um, it just take a good, you know, good whiff of both of them. Um, so here's, here's the focus behind that, or here's, here's the deal behind the focus in particular. Uh, so if you go and look up focus, it's going to be, um, uh, a list of strains and, uh, it's because we know in medical marijuana, the terpenes are what tells the THC where to go, or in this case, the CBD where to go. So the focus is actually uh, super lemon haze terpenes, and it's a lot of super lemon haze terpenes in there. That's why you get that that taste. It was a little sour. Yeah, right. So that's the terpenes, uh, and what we do is we put it on top of the, the CBD in the MCT, okay? Right. And that's where it tells it where to go. So now the unwind... And terpenes, uh, real quick, what are terpenes? Terpenes, you ever smelled weed? <laughs> no. Yes. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. So it's what gives it its smell. Uh, that's one thing. It's, gotcha. the, it's the flavor of the marijuana or the hemp or whatever. Right. So it's the flavoring. Uh, and so with the unwind, uh, that's actually uh, Granddaddy Perps. We've all heard of Granddaddy Perps. I think Chris won the exchange. <laughs> <laughs> My wink was very long. <laughs> He's so relaxed right now. Now, would you say it's instantaneous or is everybody different? Everybody's different. Yeah. Everybody's different. Um, and there's different strengths. Uh, it goes by body weight. Uh, so sometimes what we do is we tell folks if uh, you take a half a dropper and that's right at 250 milligram, 250 milligrams, uh, we tell you just go ahead and move it on up. Maybe take another half a dropper or a quarter gotcha. of a dropper. You can always add to it. Right. Okay. Okay. So, all right, let's... Can we... I'm curious. I want to jump to is the hemp field. What is what is going on right now in University of Georgia with the hemp Perfect. field? Perfect. That's modern um, day. Right now, I don't know. Uh, the the uh, so I was geared up, ready to go. I thought this spring we were going to uh, maybe do some more th more stuff up there, and right. uh, I got that uh, phone call that uh, the university was shut down. So everything's just on pause. And uh, thanks coronavirus, uh, everything is on pause right now. And I do want to know. I, is Georgia the best place for this to grow? Because oh, you know we're an yeah. agricultural state. Yes. There's got to be a reason for that. I mean, is it with the uh, is it long, gold for us? Yes. I mean, is this? Oh, definitely. That, I mean, seriously. Definitely. Yeah. Oh no, 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 for sure. Great climate, great um, soil. That's the thing. We've got so many different types of soil. We've got uh, the hot. Uh, we've got the cool. You know, so we've got all different uh, types of areas to grow in, and uh, even more fun. Um, you know, with the, uh, we could almost pull two and a half, three growing seasons, just depending on the, the wow. strange. Yeah, because we only have two seasons here. Right. Yeah. You know, it's hot as two hell and a half. or cold. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. We'll be right back to finish off this really awesome interview. But before we do that, I have a great opportunity to talk to you guys about a consistency that's been a part of this show since almost the beginning. And that is, of course, beer and specifically Savannah River Brewing Company. 
The coolest thing that we really, really love about Savannah River Brewing Company is that they're really collaborative, very community-minded, and they make really, really awesome beer. But their tap room is also a really fun place to go. They have yoga with Taylor on Saturdays. They have Crowler Sundays on Sundays. They have different lobster dog food trucks that come by and do lobster dogs. And right now, they're selling their Steins to join their Stein Club for 2021. What does that mean? Well, it's $65 and you get your own beer Stein to use whenever you are in the brewery. You get less expensive beers. You get discounts on events. You get discounts on pretty much everything. And you get access to beers before they are released to the public as well as Stein Club member only events. It's a really cool thing that they're doing. Savannah River Brewery is a great local business to support and get involved with. Check them out at Savannah River Brew. And thank you to them. When you're trying to figure out what alcoholic beverage your family is driving you to drink, pick up a Savannah River beer. So let's let's take this to the modern day um, let, or, or keep that kind of theme. Uh, the Georgia cannabis, you know, obviously a lot of things are kind of on pause right now. Right. But in this past election, a lot of states legalized marijuana. Right. And among decriminalizing other things and mm-hmm. doing other things. But mm-hmm. there's like a very clear national trend going on. Sure. I'm sure you guys are excited about that, but I don't want to mm-hmm. ask for some propaganda from you. Instead, what I want to ask for is what is your prognosis for Georgia? What do you think? Um, so I'm glad you asked about that. Uh, so there was a um, particular moment. We'll go into the details some other podcasts, I guess. We'd love um, to. There was, um, because we completed the, the hemp field trials, okay? okay. Uh, that's another thing we'll back up. Uh, all states who wanted to do both um, had to still do the hemp stuff first, okay? Right. Um, and that was completed. That's good. That's all great. So in between, uh, when the law came out, uh, there was two laws. There was HB 321 and uh, HB 324, uh, HB 321 was our hemp law, uh, and um, the uh, the governor actually um, ended up signing HB 324 first, right. which gave us the legal right to put a seed in dirt. So we call this the basic cultivation law, okay? okay. The moment that, that was signed, that's actually the fun part, and this is where the Georgia, hopefully the Georgia Cannabis Project's going from here, okay? Okay. Um, that actually put us in a really, really awesome spot. Um, it made Georgia the 34th state in the union to have at least done a basic cultivation law. And that's huge because we were sitting at 33 for quite some time. Okay. And you're smiling. I hope you know where this is going. Yeah. (laughs) Because December 5th, 1933, 36 states had to ratify an amendment to the Constitution because once you pass 33 states, whoever the 34th state is that comes along is who upsets the balance in the state versus federal. Okay. Right. So that's why you're seeing it picking up a lot more momentum. It's actually because of you guys' state. Good old Georgia. We were the number 34. We broke the balance. That's awesome. I know. So you're going you're gonna to see a lot more stuff coming at the federal level. Um, I, I, I hope um, I, I, I hear a lot of things I don't even want to go into right now of where we're yeah. going with it. Um, but 
Uh, you know, we just saw something that they voted in the House about the Moore Act. Um, in my personal opinion, I don't think it's going to go anywhere. I don't think it's going to be dead in the Senate. Um, but yeah, they uh, won't even vote on it. Right, right. But hang tight, hang tight. Now it's a requirement because we got 34 states and that opens us back up to where I was with hemp back in 2018, bringing it across state lines. The states want it. So you got more states that are added in medical. We've got uh, a new term. We've got to learn. Uh, we're going to get away from recreational use. It's going to be adult use, adult use. Interesting. So, uh, that's, uh, that's going to come. That sounds a lot better. And yeah. so, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, I will dispel there is a rumor that um, that we will have uh, a uh, something, I'll say something, uh, that we will have uh, 50 states for medical and uh, each state will have its own choice for whether or not to do adult use. Now that's a rumor floating around and uh, hopefully we'll work on that later between here. Well, obviously it's going to have to be next year. Right. So um, that's coming. Uh, and it's uh, at this point now we just sit back and wait. And I hope that your 2025 prediction actually will be a lot sooner because uh, uh, I'm not sure if you're aware, but we had, I think, 60 licenses for dispensaries go out for Georgia already. Wow. That's got to be a really tough list to get on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or not. You got to know somebody that knows somebody. Right. And you got to put that money up. It's, it's expensive. I know in California, a license is a million dollars. Well, uh, we have seven grow licenses for marijuana in the state of Georgia. University of Georgia did get one I'm aware of. Um, how much How much do they cost? Um, you So it's really weird. You have to have about, um, you have to have this thing. It's like an insurance policy. You can actually pull it up. It's on, um, um, I think they just did an article with the uh, Augusta Chronicle just recently. Um, if not, uh, it's a $2 million insurance policy. Or like You just have to have $2 million sitting in the bank. Gotcha. And then you have to pay for the license, and I think it's for a Class A, uh, which is a hundred thousand square foot of uh, grow foot. Uh, um, let's see, a hundred thousand square foot of grow space is a Class A, and I think it's a quarter of a million. Yes. Yep. And then uh, a Class B, which is fifty thousand, is I want to say a hundred fifty thousand for the license. <sighs> But now, those are just the first seven. Starts pinching your pennies, ladies and gentlemen. That's just the first seven. <laughs> and uh, I, was, uh, I was up there trying to get in line for one of them. And then, uh, you know, it just, uh, the, the pricing for the first couple of years, it's just ridiculous. Yep. Um, so, if anything, we'll, we'll continue growing uh, well, when we get the chance right. to. We'll do the hemp for first, and then uh, we'll segue into um, marijuana later. <laughs> so, let's tie this into Augusta. Our show's theme is, of course, talking about the city. You have Augusta Hemp Company. That's right. You also run your chiropractic business, which we barely talk about, but I'm sure it demands way more of your time than you're leading us to believe right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, let's talk about what you think. It, you know, you're obviously very passionate about this field. Sure. What, what benefit does this bring to Augusta? Uh tons and tons and tons of financial resources um you know right off the rip um let's let's talk about where i am uh yes i do want to do retail uh, i do have a farm uh, i do want to grow but uh it's what we get done with the fda uh as far as being able to put it into products right. okay 
Um, best thing in the world um, I could even tell you is uh, if we get um, David Hopkins with Dirty Girl, if we could get him to put some CBD in a drink mixer, that would be the best remedy for hangovers the next morning. Have you talked to him? I actually, uh, I did meet him a couple of times, and yeah. uh, I, I would actually need, I would love to talk to him again about something like that, just because um, we want to start putting it in products. Uh, for for instance, like I use that as an example, the tincture. Um, so you just. Take Take CBD. Don't even worry about the tincture. You can just take the water-soluble form of CBD. Gotcha. Put it in a drink mix, okay? You're hungover the next morning. Your head's pounding, and then guess what? You go take a good sip of a Bloody Mary with CBD in it. It's going to calm all that down. So I want to see it in products that are useful. Uh, one of my good friends owns several restaurants in the area. First thing she asked me was, when are we going to be able to cook with it? Mm. Uh, so we're going to have an entire industry. Uh, you That's know, interesting. Have, uh, I, I have friends that own bakeries here in Augusta. Uh, you know, uh, do the math. Uh, right. Bake goods. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Uh, that that's uh, another thing, um, and then we have Coca Cola. Uh, Coca Cola as actually a uh, CBD uh, infused Coca Cola that is uh, in Canada. Last I checked, really. And uh, as soon as all this clears for uh, the cooking and food industry, well, uh, then you just do the math. Things will go crazy, right? right. So what? Um, you haven't mentioned Sweetwater. And 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 their you know their hemp series does that have any impact on what's going on or is that impacted at all? I wouldn't know. I don't know actually. Uh, Interesting. I, 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 you know, um, I'm horrible. I don't drink beer. I guess. Well, uh, and the reason I'm curious though is because it feels like to me that series, the G13. Yep. G13. That series has been out since before 2018 and i've seen it i just never yeah. paid any and i've never tried it i hate to say that you probably like it i probably would. Yeah. <laughs> you'd like the mango one is great i awesome. think i think the smell is better than it tastes i mean it's incredible i can great. check that box great. well that that's a curiosity to me because they've been making hemp beer in georgia for at least like four or five years okay which you know i have no explanation as to how or or any R details behind that maybe that's the uh what what's that third kind Ruderalis. Maybe that's that Ruderalis <laughs> that they're just throwing in there. Who knows? But they were just recently purchased by an international marijuana company. I wouldn't doubt that a bit. And so uh, when I asked pre-show where to put my money, I was kind of hoping you'd say there uh -huh, so there that I would go. like there you go. <laughs> get some insider information. But you would not give me insider information. I want to make that clear to everybody at home. I'm no Martha Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you're. this is a passion for you, okay? And you chose to put Augusta in your name. And I think that's pretty cool. It could have been just Georgia Hemp Company. You right. Know, why, I'm curious why you chose to put Augusta in your name. Um, I love Augusta. Uh, that's not just a cop out. I, uh, I'm in my practice where I told you where my, I had my diapers changed. I was raised yeah. in there. Uh, even better, one uh, I live in National Hills, and I'm in the house that I was born and raised in, now raising my kids in. I That's was able cool. to purchase it from my family. So um, we're, we're all about Augusta. Um, I, when you know, I, I did leave for four years to do the uh, the um, chiropractic school, but uh, I, uh, I I couldn't wait to get back. Um, I. I I was born and bred here uh, and, and ultimately will die here, I guess. So. Yeah. <laughs> Love yeah. Augusta. That's great. And so uh, I'm sure you've heard the term disgusta. Yes, disgusta. <sighs> so, uh, so, you know, we're dropping this and the dis that we're dropping is that awful term disgusta. It's, I don't think it's really in the city anymore. You do hear it from people that have moved away. They still like to call it that. It's very easy right. to put that on there. But, you know, so 
We ask this question to every guest. And this Drop the Disc question is presented by Tranner Gray Media. Tranner Gray Media is out of Evans, Georgia. We had the founder and owner of Tranner Gray Media, Blaine Bailey, on our show very recently. He's an incredible guy. They are an involved civic organization. And if you ever need commercials or marketing media, as well as home direct printed ads, they are absolutely the people that you should talk to. Their collection of marketing talent is undisputable and undisputed. And their accolades are even further proof of that. Trenner Gray Media, local company, presenter of the Drop the Disc question. And is what does dropping the disc mean to you? Or if so, you've talked to many people all over the country, you know, if someone were to talk negatively about this city, what would your response be to them? Um, first of all, I'd ask them, have you, have you actually been there? Uh, it's, I, it's one of those things where you have to come here. We have the best food. We have the best scenes. In fact, uh, just looking out the top floor here, looking around downtown, it's absolutely gorgeous here. We're the Garden City for a reason. Right. Uh, we're beautiful through and through. We got the best people here. Um, I couldn't think of anywhere better that I would call home. Um, best food. Oh, man, we have the best food in the world here. Uh, and uh, alcohol. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> we've got everything right here. It's uh, it's gorgeous. Uh, when you go downtown, if we do a little bit more with downtown eventually, um, and I'm really glad to see, you know, we do get concerts and things like that. Right. Um, it, it's amazing here. The people are great. Um, most everybody knows everybody. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I couldn't think of anywhere better else to uh, not only live, but raise my kids and, uh, and, and obviously own and operate businesses is, uh, here in Augusta. Excellent. And maybe some of that extra money that we get from hemp, you know, can oh, give man. us some of our some little business right. down. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Put some better <laughs> concerts on. There uh, you go. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Robert, thank you so much for coming on. You're very welcome. This has been a really insightful conversation. Yeah, it's very interesting. Um, To the average listener, this is not the episode that they generally get from us. Sure. But I'm really excited to kind of share a message about what's going on right now. And and I think it's cool that people know that it's happening right here. Sure. And uh, just for a fun question, is Georgia the next state? Or like like uh, zero to a hundred. What are the odds, in your opinion, that Georgia's the next state? <sighs> you know what? That is a good question. I'll, maybe next podcast I'll have a better number. For okay, you. better question. Right. Are we beating South Carolina? <laughs> oh, we're definitely gonna be definitely going to beat South Carolina. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's a that's a win sleep. right there. I won't sleep until we do that. <laughs> Excellent, <laughs> Doctor Robert Milhouse, uh, Augusta Hemp Company, the Georgia Cannabis Project, and Augusta. Augusta Chiropractic Clinic. You're doing way too many things, but yes. we really it's appreciate right. it. That's all right. Farm owner. <laughs> farm oh, owner. I didn't even. <laughs> does your farm have a name? Nope. Nope. It's just my personal uh, farm right now. There you go. So. Well, I don't you. know. I don't know how you do it, but you're doing it. Thank, thank you, you so much for being here. You, can I give a shout out? I do, have it, had, do it. Do all your shout outs. Had a huge help, uh, and I, I can't stress this enough. Uh, couple of folks. Um, one's my best friend, Alex Hand, who's helped me a lot through this, uh, just for moral support. And then um, Stony Turnage II, he's royalty. Uh, he has actually been the man that stepped up to the plate to help me get this done. Uh, his wife actually works over at uh, Tapwater, or is it Stillwater? Stillwater. Stillwater, Stillwater. yeah. That's yeah, right. Yep. Uh, so Sarah, they're all good people. They've actually helped me tremendously. They actually helped me get the logo done. So uh, Excellent. Craig, oh man, 
Jason Craig. Jason Craig, yep. yes. No way. I, yes. I wondered why I recognized that. Yes. yes. That, he is putting this he, out, isn't he? Yeah. Well, yes. yes. He, uh, I, I had the, uh, the, the vision. I wanted the leaf on top of Georgia. He made it happen red and black. So there you go. <laughs> Former <laughs> guest of the show. And, and yeah. all people from right here in the AUG. Love the, that. The 706. And by the way, this show was born in Stillwater. No? Beautiful. Conceived yes. It was conceived in Stillwater. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Great. Great. As yes. many people probably happen. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for being on. Thank Dr. Robert so Milhouse. We'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for bearing with us through this rebroadcast. We will be back next week with a new episode of the podcast, and we have some cool collaborations coming soon, so stay tuned for that as well. Around Augusta will be released tomorrow on Monday, so look out for that. And we hope that you all stayed safe and warm during the snow and ice.